There is an ongoing debate about immigration and its impact into to Canadians, uh, to Canadians and Canada's economy. So let's look at the numbers and understand how foreign investors can contribute to Canada's economy. And we'll get to your questions as usual. Just a quick reminder before we start. Please know that whatever you hear in these live sessions or any content you see on social media by Savi Rob's law firm is general information only and not legal advice. While we may use certain real-life scenarios or legal cases for learning purposes, it is important to remember that this does not constitute a legal opinion. For personalized legal advice, please consult with your lawyer or hire a Canadian immigration lawyer. Now, let's get back to our show. Some say that immigration is contributing to the housing crisis in Canada. And news piece number one, as usual, that we bring to your attention is related to housing crisis that is going on. The former uh, immigration minister is now our housing minister. So Sean Fraser made an announcement that Canada will revive its wartime housing program because of this crunch in the, in the housing market. What is going to happen is there are pre-approved uh, development projects, pre-approved uh, blueprints that you can use to build houses. And of course, the builders will have easier pathway to approvals and permits according to this new plan. And I suggest that you read this and uh, get some history of this kind of planning, housing planning that happened in 1950s. So the same methodology, but let's say new approach is being implemented by Canada going forward to address the housing problem. Second news piece, we, we are again trying to avoid what had happened during the pandemic. As you remember, Canada suffered during the pandemic because the vaccines were not delivered on time or delayed. There were no PPP, PPE equipment, excuse me, during the pandemic. Now Canada is getting ready for any possible future uh, pandemic and uh, the manufacturing of vaccines has returned. Sanofi Canada is a leading company that is at the edge of this development and uh, hopefully we will not have any pandemic going forward. But if we do, Canada seems to be ready. Are you constantly on the move, managing your business and looking for a convenient way to stay informed about expanding your business to Canada? Look no further. Introducing Speaking of Canada, the podcast that keeps you in the loop on all things related to Canadian business immigration, delivering the latest news and valuable tips and captivating interviews, no matter how busy your schedule gets. Speaking of Canada has got you covered. So the topic today is how foreign investors can contribute to Canada's economy. We will, look, we will be looking into some numbers from the different sources such as Bank of Canada and Immigration Canada and try to analyze. Please leave your comments about this topic because it's an ongoing process. Debate is good. So I would like to hear from you whether uh, the overall effect of immigration, whether it's positive or negative, we will have to look at that. There was a lot of criticism uh, related to the sudden increase of Canada's population in recent years. Um, as you may know, Canada's population grew a little bit over 1 million people, about 3% of its population from July 2022 to July 2023. That includes both permanent and non-permanent people that are physically located in Canada. So 
Newcomers drive, as you can see, uh, the population growth here, almost 1.2 million, little over a million. And uh, we can see this is the largest growth of within developed world. And there is a reason behind it. There, there was a drop during the pandemic. After the pandemic, Canada started to admit more, to my mind, non-permanent residents visitors, students, workers, and so on. But permanent resident admission was more or less the same as, as in previous years. Um, and so what do the stakeholders say overall? BDO Canada mentioned that foreign direct investment, whether it's in cash or skills or any kind of investment coming into the country, brings a lot of uh, economic benefit to, to fruition and makes FDI a source of economic prosperity for all agents involved, especially the host nation, which is Canada in this case. In Canada specifically, you can see how in, uh, in our different industries and sectors, the immigration plays a great role. So multinational enterprises in Canada, foreign controlled, by the way, they are in, in merchandise export, 50%, in R&D, in business expenditure, expenditure uh, 37% and you can go and on 33% in uh, manufacturing jobs, operating revenues 29% and 19% uh, of corporate assets and 12% of jobs in the country that is controlled by multinational enterprises. So you can see that it's a significant whether we like it or not because there has I've heard a lot of criticism of immigration but to be fair Canada probably cannot survive without immigration and direct investments such as these. Next, uh, immig immigrant-owned businesses. Now, you have people temporarily in Canada, which we called non-permanent residents, but we also have full immigrants, which are uh, Canadian permanent residents who are potentially Canadian citizens. So they are in the transition period. So that's why in my, in my videos, I usually refer to you, my audience, as future Canadians, because yes, there is a limbo period, let's say, from permanent residency to Canadian citizenship, but you are future Canadians, in, in fact. Uh, Immigrant-owned businesses. You can see how many percentage is, is immigrant-owned. Immigration, immigrants are more, more likely to establish their own businesses and we will come back to entrepreneurship problem that Canada is facing at the moment. So the business sector in Canada employs more than 12 million people. Entrepreneurs are a very important part of the business sector and Canadian economy as a whole. No, 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 no doubt there. More than 2.7 million Canadians are self-employed and more than 800,000 of them have paid employees. So different sectors from software all the way to tr transportation, we, we see an increased role of immigrants, investors, foreign investors. They bring their cash, they bring, bring their uh, skills and contribute to Canada's economy. However, we also have a problem. How foreign investors, foreign entrepreneurs can solve a very big elephant in the room, the problem of retiring business owners. According to Canadian uh, Federation of Independent Business report in, uh, published in January of this year, there's a tsunami of retirement coming in very soon. Within the next, uh, next decade, 76% of Canada's business owners plan to retire. Whether they can retire or will 
cannot retire, that's another question. But 76% is a substantial number. So these are the individuals who, after World War II, started entrepreneurship journeys. Now they are ready to retire by selling their business or having a succession plan in place. So that means around $2 trillion value will be changing hands in the next decade, within seven, eight, 10 years. Only one in 10 business owners, that's around 9% that have been surveyed in this report, have a formal business succession plan. Which means, again, that brings us to foreign entrepreneurs who are willing to do business here and by purchasing an existing, uh, existing businesses and allowing the well-deserved retirement for current business owners. So 39% owners have changed their business exit date because of the COVID. Yes, it delayed their retirement, but now they are very, very ready to retire. Another continuation of this, most business owners that are surveyed by the CFIB, 75% will leave their business for retirement because that's their retirement fund in a way. They've been collect, the, the business has value and they will sell the business and retire using that, those funds. While a smaller share will leave because of stress. So 22% are, as I said, psychologically, physically are ready to, to leave. Um, finding a suitable buyer is the most common obstacle. 54% they, they are struggling to find the new buyer. That's the succession planning issue. And this is what the Canadian tsunami of retirement means in that report. And of course, you can see just, after, uh, just under half of the owners, 49% will exit their business by selling to an unrelated buyer. But this should increase to our, to our mind because yes, the fathers and, and parents were doing certain business, the children are well-educated and they don't want to do that business. Now, who will take over that business and potentially continue contributing to Canada's economy? According to Bank, uh, Business Development Bank of Canada, BDC, uh, in its report on October 23, uh, said, Canadian entrepreneurship is declining. That's another uh, problem that is, we, we are experiencing at the moment in Canada, which can be addressed by foreign investment, foreign entrepreneurs. Canada has 100,000 fewer entrepreneurs than 20 years ago. As I said, 20 years ago, people were more willing to become entrepreneurs and they did become entrepreneurs. And only nowadays, only 1.3 individuals out of 1,000 are starting new business. So, uh, you, as a foreign entrepreneur, if you are interested to do business and enter the North American market, this is the best time to do so, to our mind. One third of new businesses close within five years. That's that's given. There's a very rough statistics across the world. If a business has survived within the first five years that business has a chance of you know, success in a way. Toronto Star recent article uh, calling for, a, for increased foreign entrepreneurship coming into Canada, they said, Toronto Star opinion said, Canada's aging population means that 76% of small businesses are set to enter retirement, the owners of those businesses are set to retire, and all at once. It's not a gradual retirement, it's 
just that chunk of that generation of entrepreneurs who are now ready to retire, as I said in my previous, uh, in earlier uh, of this video. A tough question. Uh, I get to ask that question every single day in my practice. Tough question is, who will take over those businesses that they are, so that those businesses continue to contribute to Canada's economy? So it's not just bringing foreign entrepreneurs, it's maintaining current business, businesses here in Canada, which are good businesses, running with clients and with reputation. It's just there are not enough entrepreneurs to take over those businesses. So CFIB uh, suggested in its report that creating a business succession immigration stream that allows potential immigrants to purchase and operate an existing business in Canada should be done. In a way, it's being done at the moment through provincial nominee programs, through federal business immigration programs. There are certain attempts, but it's not enough. It should be something more than that. And we suggest as, uh, as a law firm practicing business immigration for the last 11 years, we suggest that while innovative businesses such as startups and IT related businesses are important and they are great, we should bring them more. However, we have to address the existing traditional brick and mortar businesses now. At, at the same time, don't forget the innovation but we have, to, we have an elephant in the room at the moment which has to be addressed and tackled with. We have to look into both Canadian owners and foreign owners that should take over those businesses. Otherwise, you and I retiring in Canada could, could be a bad idea because retirement funds could, could diminish in the coming decades. So that's an obvious fact and statisticians economic uh, analysis shows that we are uh, under this pressure that has to be addressed and one way to do it through foreign ownership. How it is done, how it should be done, and it's being done in a way, foreign investors and entrepreneurs would be very important. There are many foreigners who want to bring their business entrepreneurial spirit and their business skills to Canada and they want to live in Canada. That's Given. We, we have more than 40,000 visitors per month to our website reading our guides at, on, on Sobirovs.com website. They want to do business in Canada. We should promote entrepreneurship among Canada's international students. Yes, there are certain programs generally referred to as international graduate entrepreneur programs in such provinces as Saskatchewan, Alberta, Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. We have to encourage more international students and more provinces to open pathways to international students to become entrepreneurs and stay in Canada permanently by purchasing a business or starting a new business. Business Investor per Permanent Residence Program. We don't have yet a federal business investment permanent residence program. We should create one and I hope, as promised by the previous Immigration Minister Sean Fraser, we will hear more about the innovation stream that was promised to be announced by the end of this year. So we are almost in the middle of, of December and we haven't heard anything from the immigration ministry. Then finally, provincial nominee programs for entrepreneurs that are existing and they're doing great job. PNPs are a great program for entrepreneurs, but they should be more faster and systematic. 
there are not regular draws in under PNP Entrepreneur Stream. Canadian provinces also offer good pathways. Yes, uh, there are good programs, but they are not predictable. We don't know when the draw will happen, and business business owners, entrepreneurs, and investors need certainty. And that's what, based on the feedback that I'm receiving from my clients from across the world who need certainty and predictability in terms of immigration to Canada. Running the business, they are confident that they can run business in, in Canada, but predictability as to the immigration status, that's been a problem and concern. So in a nutshell, before we delve into your questions, if you need guidance to find a business in Canada that you want to purchase, or selling your Canadian business to foreign entrepreneurs, we are on a mission to bring a succession planning solution to both Canadians and foreign entrepreneurs. We've been doing it for more than 10 years, so if you would like to consult with us, we are open to your suggestions and feedback. Thank you very much for your attention, and now let's get to your questions. To stay updated on all things related to Canadian business immigration, check us out on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest news and updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell to stay informed about the most recent immigration news, interviews with top immigration specialists, and our weekly live shows. Visit our website at www.sabiravs.com for more information or to book a consultation with our team of experts. Before I delve, in, delve into your questions, please feel free to type those questions. I want to highlight the the webpage on our, on our website is called Business and Investment Opportunities. It's under Business Immigration tab. If you go and click here, we have pre-vetted and reviewed businesses that are willing to sell to foreign owners. So we receive a lot of inquiries from across Canada from business owners who want to sell and retire, as I said in my presentation. And we review them. We do a very quick background check very confidential, we are not disclosing any names, unless you are very interested as a foreign entrepreneur into these on, about these businesses, then we will have to sign a non-disclosure agreement and then discuss the details of these businesses. But again, uh, if you are a business owner in Canada and you want to retire or you're looking for a succession in your business and you want to keep your business going, but under new management, new ownership, contact us. You, we, are, we have a dedicated team members who look into businesses and from the immigration perspective and from profit generation perspective. So we, we are open to you know, discussion with you and we, we want to help Canadian businesses to find new owners. So if you have any questions, I, will, I would be happy to take them. But if you don't have questions today, we will say goodbye and we will see you next week. Let me check with my assistant. No, no question is, is a good sign to me. But if you have any questions, don't hesitate to leave them as comments under this video. And we will get to those questions in due course. Thank you very much for your participation. See you next week.